Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Robots Radio presents... Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where style is just as important as substance. Welcome to the podcast where we explore the lore, news, and gameplay of the cyberpunk games and other dystopian worlds. I'm your host, Robots. See, I told you I didn't fix the audio. I <laughs> told you. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Cyberpunk Lorecast. Thanks for the we are back. It is, I was going to say Monday night. It is Sunday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash robots radio, where I, your host, Tom or robots, am here with Logan, Captain Logan. Captain Logan, how's things? Things are awesome. Things are really good. I've been burning through a lot of the, the game today to try and make sure that I have a uh, information on what the heck we're going to be talking about <laughs> yeah yeah because uh i only have a little bit of information about what the heck we're going to be talking about um what the heck are we going to be talking about well first we're going to dig into the uh what i think are the coolest mods that have been released uh in the last few weeks i think this one's uh, we might do this weekly this might be a weekly thing for especially when there's not as many as much news or show notes or uh, not show notes but uh patch notes to go over um so we're gonna we're gonna dig into that first but then on the second half of this episode we will be moving into spoilerville because we're gonna be talking about the end of cyberpunk 2077 and our impressions on our playthroughs and the endings that we got based on our playthroughs and then maybe a little bit more information about some of the other things that happen there are multiple ends as most of you are probably aware and if you haven't finished the main quest line then you may want to skip the end of the podcast but definitely hang out for the rest of it and if you don't if you're not worried about spoilers then you're welcome to stay for that stuff as well so um I, so, I, go ahead we'll jump in yeah no knowing the spoilers for this like for this game I mean, I knew a couple going in and, and we even had some predictions on the show that I, I still want to go back to. But I, I still feel like the moment to moment at the end of the game is enough to where like you'll enjoy it, even if you know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I don't know that the spoilers are too bad for these. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, some people are very, very worried about spoilers. Some people aren't. So really, it's up to you. But yeah, it's not it's not the end of the world. If you know what potential things could happen. Um also, because some of your decisions and the kinds of quests you've done play up to what options you get. So it does it does change for different people depending on how much of the game they played. I think I will say right now, though, if you want the most options possible, then probably prioritize doing uh, the majority of the other side quests before moving on to the end of the game. There is a gate that happens when you get to a specific quest that says anything fast past this point is like no return. Um, if you get to that point in the main storyline, then... And, and you want to make sure that you have every option available, then go back and do a bunch of the side quests, finish through that stuff first and then go in the game. So I'll totally. just, we'll just leave that. And I, I don't think that's a spoiler. I think that's just a wise thing to know uh, going in because they don't tell you that they just warn you that anything beyond this point is, you know, the end. So, um, so let's move into mods. Actually, you know, before we get to that, Logan, how has your week been? How has your gameplay experience been this week? It's 
actually kind of slowed down. Um, I, uh, you know, once you get done with all of the side quests and all of the <laughs> storylines, it's kind of hard to keep going with the game. Um, you really have to wait for like emergent police threats. And unfortunately, those don't, there's not like a good way. Like there's nothing on the map that tells you where they are. You just have to be driving and you have to come across like an emergent one. And unless you just run around killing random like gang members and picking up their stuff or like buying items, it's tough to really get money unless you cheat um so it's mm -hmm. been kind of tough for me to really like find a way to be able to buy all of the actual uh all of the actual cars in the game once you've done everything and i've actually spent a fair amount of eddies like respecking a, a bunch so uh, it's just one of those moments where it's like i feel like i have to kind of start over again so i feel like i might jump into my nomad um after this week uh but one thing yeah. i did want to shout out actually if i while we're on the topic um i was talking with one of our uh discord members um rt and brahm and he's in chat right now the, by the way i believe yeah like we, we were talking and we actually had um a really good discussion because we were talking about crafting and uh they came to me with uh some some tips on how to get some stuff and after some digging and some some spreadsheeting we found out that there's a great way to get uh components for crafting so if you take a if you go to one of the vending machines and in this you know you can find food and in cans of of beverages and, and stuff like that that you can break down just about anywhere you probably already have a whole bunch in your inventory that you haven't gone through and sold so what uh we found out that if you start investing points into crafting and you're able to craft uh at least into like 18 levels or so then um you can actually take like a ten dollar can of cola and break that down into its components and the components you can use to craft epic uh level grenades and when you craft those it only costs one uh uncommon and one common piece of uh material and that will actually break down into better pieces of uh components like epics and rares and stuff so um it's really kind of surprising just like how you can how busted that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it really is <laughs> you shouldn't be able to do that but, <laughs> right um thanks to some thanks to some spreadsheet and stuff uh it, it turns out that if you were to buy these components you'd be spending over probably about two thousand just for for one set of components for like one grenades worth of components you can craft three grenades off of one can of cola somehow and that's like we're looking at like roughly six thousand dollars uh that that you didn't have to spend on components just from that one thing so as far as like digging into the the minutia of the crafting and stuff like that um just been having a, a good time just looking forward to actually jumping into some of the other relationships because i i don't know about you but i i almost romanced um to the guys uh because i wanted to see like what the options were going to be mm -hmm. and i romanced uh pan am but i, I really want to like dive into those relationships more and see how it affects the ending so, yeah but yeah how how was your week what did you end up doing uh i play through the end stuff i streamed it and played through the end stuff and um uh we'll, we'll get into that on the second half of the episode um but yeah and i was gonna make the joke that the um 
the return on that uh, soda into grenades investment is better than Bitcoin right now, um, <laughs> which is kind of phenomenal because Bitcoin is doing amazing. Uh, yeah, no, but had a good week. Only played a little bit. Uh, wanted to get through the main quest line and see see the endings there. And, uh, you know, the thing that no- I noticed the most in my playthrough was I actually had a really good playthrough. Didn't have too many glitches. Everything kind of went very smoothly, except for the fact that when I went up a very, very tall elevator in Arasaka Tower, there is one floor you pass where, like, there must be a palm tree on that level, and the palm (laughs) fronds come through the door and move through the elevator. And I was like, that's funny. (laughs) How did they miss that? Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, uh, we'll talk about it later. I, I enjoyed getting through the you know, the end part of the game and kind of seeing how that played out. Um, there are definitely some cool revelations that occur as you as you work through some of the endings. Um, but yeah, let's uh, and that, that's a great tip. Thank you for sharing that. I'd forgotten that that came up this week. I'm glad you brought that up. Let's move into the mods. So in order to showcase some of these mods, I will be pulling them up on stream um, on screen here for you guys to see them. The first one I'm going to talk about is is a save editor. This is uh, very cool. Here it is up on screen, and um, let me just make it a little bit bigger. Uh, nope, I locked it. Hold on. There we go. Make it a little bit bigger on, on the stream right now. Uh, so all of these mods are available on nexusmods.com. You will be able to click them in the links, either underneath the video or in the show notes. And this one is interesting because it's a save editor project. Um, the basic rundown is edit player stats such as level, street cred, etc. Save and load presets for your character's appearance. Edit the quantity, flags, stats, and mod tree of items in your inventory. Edit quest facts. I don't know exactly what that means, but maybe it means you can reset quests and do them again. And then quick actions, dedicated controls for common uh, actions such as making items legendary or editing money. And you can see here from the... Um, from the UI on it that it's it looks pretty easy to use you just kind of click through some stuff and edit some stats and then save the changes so you load a save you update some stuff you can change facial features body hair makeup you can even get into like your player inventory change your quantities of stuff now of course this totally breaks the game but if you are at a place in the game like Logan is where you're at the end you've kind of done everything and you want a quick way to edit your inventory in order to create awesome screenshots or try out a different character build or whatever this is very very handy so what do you think about this logan i think it's really cool i i honestly this so yeah we we don't have a way to reset our abilities um and some of the quests are definitely not really like working out too well obviously still some bugs um so I, I kind of want this to be one of those things that people have naturally. I, it's it's oh, PC get it so much easier in this um, yeah. because of these mods. So I'm I'm hoping that uh, CDPR will take a look at this and and give us the opportunity. Because if I if I had the ability to reset my talents and say like Outer Worlds, um, I would totally do it. Because I I would love to have the character that i have now uh but be able to feel more fluid in trying out different things like i would love to go a katana build and run around like you do and and be able to play around that but right and you can reset your perks but you still can't change the um the other stats the uh what are they called 
the, the actual um, attributes the attributes stuff, yeah. right so which which sounds like this model be able to do which mm -hmm. is kind of the the cool cool thing you know i want to be able to do that to invest into other other areas and try those out for testing purposes and such um so it's it's kind of a cool option it honestly it makes me want to throw down the money for the pc version as well but um since i already have it i think i might hold off and wait and see how the patches come for january and february and see if maybe some of the stuff can come in the future um or, yeah, or even like a new game plus you know it'd be neat if you can get to the game end of the game do new game plus and then yeah. just choose like start over from the beginning start as a full you know full build character with all the everything maxed out and just decide how you allocate your points yeah, that would be cool. And that that may come. And that, I didn't. I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but yeah, since since you brought it up, I I feel like the the fact that I've I've played through each of the endings now, for the character that I have, um, it lets me go back to right before the uh the last mission, mm -hmm. and that's cool. If say like you, so that's the thing that I, I keep, maybe this is a good time to actually bring it up, but I. I'm not a fan of the fact that it allows you to play through the game. And when you get to this last story mission, it's like, Hey, before you go anywhere, uh, do all of the side quests. And I'm like, cool. Okay. I'll go do all the side quests and whatnot. And then as soon as I finish the game, they're like, congratulations, you finished the game. Do you want to start right before you started the last <laughs> mission? And I'm like, what was the point of telling me that it was the last mission if you're just going to let me go back to that? I think and, and, I think it's the fact that it, it will gate off some of your options at the end of the game and you may not be aware that it does. True, but if it's going to send if it's going to give me the option to go back and do that stuff anyway and then play through the end mission mm -hmm. like Yeah, if it I notified you, if if it let you go through the end and then restart and notified you when you hadn't done all the other side stuff, hey, there are some other endings available try finishing yeah. off some of the side missions you know like if it just told you that that might message yeah. it a little bit better yeah like the that's that's i think was that that's probably the best thing is if they were clear about you know there being better endings or different endings that you could actually go and do uh because of you know unlocking different storylines and stuff that i think would have been a lot better or at least give me chapter marks like I, I wish there was a point where I could go back to uh, character A's storyline and change my relationship with them so that it changes the ending or at least give me the option to, you know, like play through that that storyline a little bit different instead of having to reboot the entire story all over again. Mm -hmm. If it was a 20 hour game that, you know, like gave me that option then it'd be a little bit easier even like a 10-hour story where i could burn through the story a lot quicker i i would feel a little more interested in playing over and over and over again where i would try subtle differences um but it's like i feel like i have to start over an entire new street kid and play through almost everything exactly if i want to go through a different relationship path right and I wish it gave me either new game plus or let me restart relationships with characters or redo those missions. Like give me chapter points to be able to jump back into, um, lots of ways that I want to play this game. And, and I, and I wish it didn't always have to start from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. Um, oh. but I also, I mean, I also get them not being available or yet, you know, I, I, there are many other games that that would be beneficial that they don't give you that either. Um, mm -hmm. which is again, why mods are nice and who knows, maybe the potential for modding on, on platforms like, uh, the consoles will be something they add in the future. I don't know. 
That'd be nice. But it would be nice. All right, let's talk about the next one I have. This is the Convert Equipped Weapons and Clothing to Legendary mod. And this one also available in Nexus mods. All of these are. And this is pretty simple. You've got the screenshot here of the different items that this character has, all the different you know levels for the items. And then you have the screenshot here where all of them have that nice shiny orangey yellow band next to them, meaning that they are legendary. And it's pretty simple. It's a Lewis script to be used with cyber engine tweaks to convert your currently equipped weapons and clothing to legendary. Also contains scripts to upgrade to rare and epic plus text file with codes to spawn weapons and clothing. So you can also spawn the weapons and clothing as as you would like. So this seems very cool, especially if you have like old items that you got that you didn't really upgrade that you want to be able to use later in the game. Or if you want to be running around in your favorite set of clothing that is no longer your best set of clothing for whatever build you're doing, um, this would be very, very useful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you if you wanted to focus in other areas of the game and didn't want to invest into crafting uh, like I like some of us have, like this kind of alleviates that that situation where you won't be able to find the legendary versions because they're upgrade paths. And, you know, if you want to play your way, but you still feel hampered because, you know, your assault rifles stuck at Epic and you want to get a legendary version, there's no way to pick one of those up. You just have to, you know, craft it. So I, I like that they're that they're giving you tools to enable different parts of gameplay that don't focus on needing to dive so deeply into crafting, which again goes to my point that I think crafting should be its own separate thing and not part of the attribute tree. Right. We talked about that before too. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a good point. This next one, I've got two more, two more. uh, I picked out four this week that really stood out to me. This one Mm -hmm. is, I mean, there's a lot of like this. I have a character build that looks a lot like Judy. Yay. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. great. Thank you for sharing that character build. You know, like that's okay. Wonderful. I'm sure that's helpful for some people, but okay. Yeah. You could just go make the character look like Judy too. If you wanted to, you know, like it just takes a minute mm-hmm. to edit the character's face. Um, okay. This one here is pretty simple. Untrack quests, tracking quest, not tracking quest, <laughs> press backspace to untrack your current quest. How long did you ride around with meet Hanako or however pronounce the name at embers as the quest that just kept on popping back up at the top right of your screen right there? So this is this is hilarious because I actually have the game. Part of the game is broken for me. Um, I don't know why it broke or what what changed, but in my journal, I still have a gig available. I've completed the gig. It's cyber psycho sighting uh, and it's smoke on the water. I don't know how I messed this gig up, but I got credit for it and I got the achievement for completing all the cyber psychos, but it is still in my quest log. And as a result, if I go to click on it and I track it, there's nothing to track because it's nothing done, there. but it's still in the quest log. So glitched. I have not had to run around with this meeting Hanako at the ah, <laughs> on my screen ah. for very long at all. Uh, anytime I pop into the game, it'll pop up as the, the main storyline. And I just go to my cyber psycho broken quest and I click it and I track it and everything disappears and I'm good to go. Yeah. But I love, I love that this is an option because there's no way to untrack stuff. I just happened to find a weird bug in the game. So yeah, 
yeah, really good, really nice mod, really weird oversight by the developers to, to not like want to have, right. maybe they just didn't want you to lose track of what to do or where to go, but it's an open world game. Like you should be able to just run around and do what you want. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just, and it's simple. You just hit backspace and it's like, nope, that, that quest is no longer displayed on your HUD. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I love I love simple little mods like that because you know that mod is going to get thousands of downloads because people are just mm-hmm. going to say and go, oh, that's super useful, easy install, boop, you know, just like there it is. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to completely retexture the game in order to get a mod that everyone downloads. <laughs> Sometimes that stuff is, is the stuff that works the best. It's true. Then we have the last one, unlock Night City, and we talked about some of the doors and things that you just never could unlock, or some of them, some of them you get closed out of after you do a quest, and you can't get back in, even though it'd be a really cool place to take screenshots or whatever, you're role-playing your character, you know, there's a lot of places you just can't get back into. So check this out, unlock Night City, improves your role-playing experience by allowing you to access unaccessible areas. Look at this. Unaccessible? I, I love it accessible and there's even people in there yeah yeah unaccessible accessible (laughs) it just opens up doors and again another mod that's just seems so simple but yet especially when you're at the end of the game and you're running out of stuff to do but you still want to be living in this city doing stuff this just opens Mm -hmm. things up yeah it's it's weird too because uh i was actually running around and some of the areas that uh are in the world like i've found a couple places where i've been able to glitch through certain walls and see be behind those locked doors mm-hmm. and it's you know it's not intended so i don't know if everything is like technically loaded but it's one of those situations where i can definitely see some of those locked doors there's absolutely nothing behind them, but right. then I know like some of them are, and there's areas in quests where I've wanted to go back and actually check things out. And you're a hundred percent right there. There's no way to get through them. And the fact that they're locked doors, you just want to like, I want to be able to walk into a brain dance place and see what the heck's going on. Cause it interests me Yeah, or, or explore an to... entire, you know, building where you used to be able to yeah. get up into multiple floors of say a building for the quest. And now you just can't go back into them. Like what if yeah. what if you just want to go explore? You know, there's a lot of places you just can't go. Yeah, and the in the the way that the like there's no way to to edit the save file names. So uh, unless you just happen to remember, like at this point in the story, this building was unlocked in this district. It's like there's no way to really like say like, hey, um, you know, building such and such is open due to story plot in this right, save. right. So, As the save file like, name, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, like it, it's really, really hard to keep track of some of that stuff. Like I've got chapter points set up on my saves, but you know, that's going to be really tough after three or four playthroughs with different characters. And I've only got, I think like 20 save slots available on console. So even then I oh, have geez. to really pick and choose. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's very really limited. Frustrating. Yeah. So, um, auto saves, you know, withstanding, there's not a good way for me to really catalog a lot of the different story points in the building. So having something like this, where you can just open the doors, super, super positive experience for me. Yeah. Super useful. 
Super useful. The other things that I did notice, other than the, um, you know, make your character look like Judy mods, were um, the, uh, there are a number of graphics overhaul uh, ones that just kind of change. They do the the thing where they, they play with the shaders and they change mm. some of the lighting and the tones and things of the city. I haven't loaded many of those. I find, um, I mean, those are very popular for games like Skyrim and Fallout. Um, I find that oftentimes they just... They just kind of change the feeling of the game. They don't necessarily improve the experience. They just yeah. kind of make things feel a little bit differently. So I haven't haven't dived into those. Although I think it would be really cool after you know giving this a little bit more time to pick, say, like the ten most popular ones and just kind of do a comparison on them and just see if there is one or two that you know really does improve the the graphic quality. Because sometimes they do. Sometimes they make the textures more crisp or they you know, make the lighting really stand out in scenes where it looked kind of muddled or they add uh, some some more depth to the shadows to make places that are dark actually feel like they're dark without completely making them unseeable. So sometimes they do stuff like that and, and they really do make the game feel a little bit more immersive. Yeah, I've, I've heard uh, a, a couple people on YouTube that do uh, in-depth like video analysis that have said like the that the the lows and highs for the HDR just isn't as good as it could be. It's not as well programmed as it could be. So mm-hmm. I, I imagine that some of these mods will probably touch on maybe dropping the the nits level on some of the HDR settings for this so that, you know, if you have a nice oled screen then you know you you could really take advantage of of uh the some of these mods to be able to to really really make it look good so yeah but that's tricky on pc because windows has such sketchy hdr support still true so it's it's forgot about that it's again one of those things that may or may not even be worth adjusting yet um Mm -hmm. all right well let's move into the middle of the show and then we'll be back in a minute with our uh perceptions our opinions of the end game Thank you for joining us again for the middle of the show. This is the part of the show where we call out and thank our patrons for being so awesome and supporting the show. Thank you to all of our patrons for being here. And if you are interested in any way to support the show financially, patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast is the place to go to do that. You can get ad free episodes. You can get Uh, the opportunity to join us at the end of the month on an episode and talk about any of the topics that we would like to cover. There's all sorts of stuff you can get at uh, patreon.com slash cyberpunk lorecast and special thanks, especially to our uh, higher tier level patrons. I'm pulling up the list right now, just in case I'm just double checking it. Uh, Yep. Yep. Kather is still uh, our top tier patron who will be joining us at the end of the episode. So we and Kather will, or at the end of the month, uh, which is still a few weeks off, so you got some time if you'd like to join us at the end of the, the month uh, for our patron episode, which will be happening at on the 31st, the very last day of the month. So, yeah, a few weeks left. I think that's the photo mode or the photo contest is still going for that as well. Too. That's yeah. And that's the other thing um, I wanted to bring up is that the photo contest is still going. We've had a number of people submitting their photos of including vehicles. 
all it needs to do is include a vehicle in the screenshot generally in some you know part of the screenshot being kind of the focus of it and all you have to do is go to discord uh, the robots radio discord which you can search and look for the cyberpunk photo mode channel in there the chat channel and post up to three of your screenshots and Kather will be choosing his favorites and will be sending out this really awesome V statue. It's pretty big. It's him flying off the motorcycle. We talked about it on a previous episode of the show. So you still have a few weeks to get those out, get those out there. There have been some really cool submissions, but then again, this is subjective. It's whatever Kather thinks that he likes the most. So this could really go to anybody. So if you feel like you've got an artistic eye and some cool photos of the game, feel free to submit those again. Robots Radio Discords, that's the best place to do it. And thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Are you interested in starting a podcast, but you don't know how to get started? Are you concerned that your podcast just isn't reaching the audience that you're trying to reach? Well, this is Robots from the Robots Radio Network, and I have a podcast for you. It is the Podcast Creator's Guide. You can check it out here at robotsradio.net on any podcatcher and listen every week for quick tips and updates for how to get you started and growing your podcast even faster. Check it out today. The Podcaster's Creator's Guide. So, Logan, you've gone through four of the endings, correct? Yeah. And I've experienced two of them so far. Um, I figured I would... I, I want to start this one off because I want to give yeah. you my explanation for what happened when I got to the end of the game and how I played it out and what I was expecting to happen versus what actually happened. And then I have a feeling you could probably fill in the gaps with some of the other stuff. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, I think we sh- should probably preface this with um, Spoilerville. What? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Lots of spoilers, but also uh, like what your relationship paths were and stuff too. Because right. I think that right. that definitely impacts it. But yeah, spoilers. By the way, if you, if you haven't finished this game um, and you don't want to be spoiled, definitely uh, definitely hold off on listening to this bit. Yep, now it's probably time to tune out. Uh, but we we definitely needed to cover this sometime i think this is probably the right week right week to do it because the game has been out a month a lot of people have finished the game and people will want to hear our, our thoughts on this um so definitely worth covering all right so i got to the end of the game i decided you know what i i want to see what the end of this looks like i'm going to stop doing some of the side quests i never did any of the relationship stuff uh far enough that things really developed so i didn't do that stuff so that stuff didn't play into my options at the end of the game. Um, I ended up focusing on a lot of the other uh, just kind of pickup quests that you could find all over the map rather than going and doing more of the like story type uh, side quests. And when I got to the end, you are given an op- again, spoilers, you are given an opportunity. You start your body starts to fail because of the chip. The chip really starts to mess with you. And you go to to Victor again, and Victor's like, listen, you're on your last legs. This is it. You're You're about to be done. It's amazing you can even walk right now. This is your option. Here are the pills. The two pills that you you get, the one where it allows you to maintain control, or the one where you can give Johnny control, and a gun, and gives you a pistol. And you go with, uh, what's her name? Uh, The girl with the 
fluffy hair. Misty. Misty. You go with Misty up to the the, sort of the roof of uh, Victor's building, and you look out on the city, and you have this wonderful moment with her, and then she leaves you alone. And you and Johnny are sitting there, and you have to make a decision. And the first decision I came to, and, and you have these conversations with Johnny, and I thought this was very interesting for the, like... Johnny's arc through this whole thing has been very, very aggressive when he first realizes he's in your head, right? To, um, it seems like the path becomes more amicable or can become more amicable, depending on your decisions, probably, uh, with him. And by the time I had this conversation with Johnny, he was very much understanding and he was like, listen, you're just going to have to make the decision here. This is your call. And so, uh, we talked a little bit about it and I decided, you know what, if I play into it, Johnny's right. If I go through with anything that Arasaka wants me to do, I'm playing into their hands because he is 100% distrustful of them. He's like, they've got their hooks in you. They're offering you a deal. If you go through with this, they will win. He's like, I know how this works. They're going to win. And so I looked at the pills and I looked at the pistol and I was like, all right, my only way out is the gun. So my first ending that I chose was suicide. Because I decided that whether I was in control or Johnny was in control, there was nothing we could do to stop Arasaka other than destroying the chip. That the most important thing to do was to destroy the chip. And the only way to really destroy the chip was to destroy myself. So I took my own life. And turns out that's actually the worst ending. (laughs) It didn't. And I, I picked this because I had because of that reason, but I also was half expecting them not to let me go through with it. I kind of expected to go for the gun and then a story element to, sh- to show up that kept me with go- going through with it and something else to emerge. Uh, or mm-hmm. Johnny would jump at the chance and say, no, no, you can't do that. I'm not going to let you. And then wrest control from myself from me or something. None of those things happen. You go through with it, you shoot yourself, and then Everybody is pissed off at you, hates your guts, and you have like the absolute worst ending ever. And Judy probably commits suicide also, although it doesn't specifically say it. And I was a female V, and I think that she had more feelings for me than I ever returned for her. And there was like, yeah, that it was the worst decision. Nobody understood why I made the decision. And, and I was sitting and I was, the whole time I'm sitting here thinking, this was the only way to stop them. This was it. This is the only option I had. Um, so that's that was my first. And then I was like, OK, let's go back to try this again. And then I continued <laughs> through the option where I was like, OK, I'm going to keep control of myself and I'm going to go through with this. And of course, you, you fight off a bunch of bad dudes. And by this point, I'm still only level like 28 or something. I'm not that big. And it's comedic. You can watch it on my stream. I <laughs> we go to bust into the the place where Hanako, right? That's her name mm-hmm. is Hanako. so Hanako. It's, I'm so bad with names where Hanako is. And um, uh, we're, we're, we're in the Arasaka limo and we pull up and the guy's like interrogating me and I could have just like punched him out. I had enough strength, but I was like, now nah, I'm going to play it cool. I'm not going to play it cool. Of course, he gets suspicious and then we run him over. And then, of course, all the guards are alerted. And so I simply run up to each of them and heavy attack them with my katana. And I'm like, oh I'm like, pop your head. And then I go to the next one, pop your head, pop your head, <laughs> pop your head. That was it. This was normal game difficulty. And I'm just like walking around, just popping everyone's heads and not taking very much damage at all. 
And then, of course, the storyline plays out. Hanako uh, takes you, you know, you, you save her, you, you, or at least you, you break her out of the situation she's in, and you play through the rest mm-hmm. of it. I don't know how much we want to go into the detail of specifics, just in case some people don't want everything spoiled. Um, but the way that that plays well, out, I... I what do you think? you kind of have to. Should we lay it I all out? You kind of... Let's let's get. I mean, if we're going to be talking about the ending, let's talk about the ending. Okay. Let's, let's okay. commit. Yeah. So you you play through that. Um, you end up uh, going with her back to the Arasaka headquarters. She shows you uh, Saburo's office. You go through a secret passage. You end up having to fight um, Adam Smasher in order to get through all that. Uh, which I just hacked him to bits and all his parts came off and he just turned into a steaming sparking fiery wreck um that wasn't very difficult and uh you go with her into the secret passage you end up in like this big part of the building that looks like an indoors um garden like forest and there's a big meeting and everyone's like oh how did you get here i thought you were away and she presents uh, information and you, you basically are, are before that you're put in a room where she's like Saburo's still here because his you know his soul was sucked into this machine and then of course he comes and talks to you and, and does his thing and it turns out that like oh he still is there he still is pulling the strings and Hanako is actually doing what he wants and yeah he's a big bad guy right we've always known that so yeah. uh, then you go to the meeting with everybody and uh, like from that point on, there was nothing I could do to say, no, I don't want to do this anymore. I just had to go with it. Like no matter what option I cho- chose on like the dialogue, it was like, like either I'm bitter or I'm really bitter. Like that was it. Um, yeah. And then uh, uh, the uh, the brother, what's his name? It starts with a K? Yorinobu. Uh, Yorinobu. Oh, it doesn't start with a K. Yorinobu. Right, yeah, yeah. You're, you're Norbu. Um, uh, sends people in, they take out all the rest of the board, they kill everybody, you and Hanako get out, you go hunt him down, and then she, uh, she doesn't kill him because they're family, but he basically submits and is like, I'm wrong, and then they cuddle on the floor. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? And then you end up in space because yeah. your like, chip is like failing, and they mm-hmm. operate on you, basically. Uh, and that's as far as I got with that ending. I'm sure I'm, sure I'm like right at the end, but I, I, had, to, I had to finish oh. up. Okay, okay. There's a bit more after that. Yeah. Um, okay, so those are the two that you went with. Uh, so, okay, so I went through, um, just as we were, we were starting up recording, I sped through the ending again and uh, was, was reading the, the messages, the voicemails uh, for the suicide, which is, it's really tough because Johnny's on the roof with you. And this is, yeah, like, I think we, we kind of missed a little bit about um, you go to the meeting with uh, Hanako mm-hmm. and she wants to essentially have you go to a meeting with the board to talk about what's going on with uh, Soul Killer. With right, to prove Alt. to them that Saburo is still in charge. Yeah. And, yeah. and you have two options. You can either go with them or you can take your time and then make your decision there. Um the way that I've played through this game is I have romanced, uh, I've, I've 
I have a relationship with Pan Am. Um, I had the option to uh, Romance River, but I, I didn't. And he and I are just buddies. Um, I kissed Carrie once and then he wanted to uh, he wanted to go further. And I told him, no, and you're getting so around my. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to see what the options were. Right, um, I right. still do, actually. Yeah. And so I'll go back went, and play through a lot of that other stuff. I just. Yeah. Kind of kept it, um, kept it out. There. So I, I went to I went to the meeting knowing that I had those options uh, in, in the first playthrough uh, that I did. The first thing that I did was actually the one that you're on right now, where I thought the best way to go was not suicide. Um, I went with uh, the, the meeting with Arasaka because I thought I'm not going to let Johnny take control. He just wants to screw things up and it's not going to get me what I want. The easiest way to do this is the one with the least path of resistance, which was working with Arasaka. Mm -hmm. I know everyone was going to hate me for it, but it was the only way that I felt that I was going to be able to get this done. It was the only way I could get to Mikoshi. So Mikoshi at the bottom of Arasaka Tower is your goal. You want to get there. You want to have Alt get there because Alt says that Alt is the only one that can actually remove Johnny from your consciousness, um, which does actually work. Uh, the trouble is, is when I went through with the meeting, um, that was when Haruko told me that uh, she had known the whole time that her father had been murdered and right, that they didn't right. do a damn thing about it. And the reason why that's so unsurprising to them is because you find out that Hanako knows that um, Saburo Arasaka is in Engram. He is an AI in, in Mikoshi at that point. And she takes you to meet him. And he basically says like, hey, you're doing you're doing the dirty work for us. Uh, the, the, the soul killer, the, basically the relic that you have is a way for me to get into uh, a fresh body. And this is, it's one of those weird situations um, where you go to the meeting, uh, they, they announce to the board that Saburo's not dead. The whole board freaks out and they're like, no, nah, this is BS. Right, and then right. So the conversation that happens <laughs> when he, when he like calls the one guy out. Yeah. 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 He calls this guy out and, and then he's like, and they're all just like, holy crap. He's it immortal. really is him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the point in the game where you're like, oh my God, this is, this was the bad, this was bad. I shouldn't have done this. And you, you like, everything goes to hell and, um, you start having to fight your way down into, to Mikoshi. Uh, cause it's, it's basically, it's a coup at this point. Um, so Boro is trying to wrestle control from the board. The board is saying no. And, uh, Hanako is trying to, um, get you down so that you can get you know, get your, your relic actually done. The crazy thing that I thought was, uh, how your Nobo and, uh, Hanako's relationship was cause it was really, really weird. Uh, like I was not a hundred percent comfortable with him being in like a big robe, half naked and like yeah. crying in her lap. At the yeah. End. And, and like, she even makes the comment. She's like, not in front of company. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what is going on, man? What is this? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so I went to space before, uh, there is another thing, like uh, I'm thinking mm. of other things that we can bring up as we go through this. Did you, did you talk to, uh, uh, what's his face again? Um, oh, your buddy from the beginning, uh, buddy from the beginning, Vic, 
No, oh, the one that gets killed. Uh, what's his name? I'm so bad Jackie. at names. Jackie, did you get to see Jackie? I didn't get to see Jackie. Yeah. So the the beginning that I chose oh. in that I took I sent Jackie's body to Vic means that Arasaka broke into Vic's place and they took Jackie's body. Oh, yeah. So after send- after you see the engram of uh, oh. of big scary guy, um, Saburo, uh, you can ask the question: Is Jackie in there? And she says yes, but it's not the same. Meaning his memories have been transferred into the machine, but he's not an AI. His soul yeah. isn't in there the same way that Saburo's is. Um, yeah. And he comes She's out and you can say things to him and he responds, but he only, and I noticed this as it was going on, he only responds with dialogue he previously used while he was alive. Yeah. So it's like he's playing back clips of himself speaking while standing in front of you on, on this display. Oh, interesting. And it's yeah, it's no, such a bummer because at first you're like, oh, Jackie's still alive. And then you're like, no, he's not. These are just echoes of his past that have some Man. sort of like, you know, minor level AI acting in him. Interesting. Which allows them to then tune in and see his past as he remembered it. Oh man. Yeah. No, I never, I never got that. Cause I sent the body to, uh, mama Wells place and had the, uh, had the, the funeral for him. So he never got sent to Vic yeah. in, in, in my playthrough. So that yeah. option never. Yeah. Arasaka stole him from Vic. So, um, yeah, and I'm so bad. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners. I'm so bad with names. <laughs> this is, this is me in real life too. Like, <laughs> but go ahead. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. Uh, so I ended up having the fight with, uh, with, um, smasher. It was very underwhelming. Um, and, and it was, it was just really super quick because I'd been level 50 with my cyber deck. I threw a couple overheats and a contagion on him in a short circuit and a couple shots into the head and he was done. And that was it. Um, I like that they let you pull the trigger at the end. That was something that you know, I, I appreciate. That's a that's a good question because why this is why do you appreciate it? Because I I was curious, like why do we even why are we even given the choice? Because he doesn't have a redeemable quality. Like it's would we want to keep him alive? It's not about keeping him alive. It's about satisfying or getting the satisfaction of of hitting the big red button. This is a a, a topic that I've heard on other podcasts uh-huh. um, that is is really important. So in, for example, like in a game like Doom, where there's the BFG uh, uh, at the end, feeling you like you're actually button. doing the thing. Yes. Same thing with, um, I think Borderlands three has a similar thing where you get to pull the trigger and it's that, it's that agency. If you're playing a game, you don't want to watch a cutscene of you shooting Adam Smasher. You want to be the one that actually puts him down side when he gets to happen. And, and that's a moment that I think a lot of games really have to take a look at and whatnot. Yep. Yep. Um, you're on normal difficulty too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah normal is very up. easy. By about halfway through this game, it's just like if you've even built out your character a little bit min maxed, you're gonna be you're gonna be just walking over the enemies. So if you want any yeah. difficulty, raise the difficulty. Yeah, I, I I'm definitely gonna be playing on hard or or uh, I can't remember the third or the the third difficulty option up. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll be playing it a little bit harder next playthrough for sure. But um yeah, so that the the, the Adam Smasher fight it's it's nice that it goes in stages, but it's 
it's very, very lightly scripted. You know, you've got a few things here and there. There's some smack talk, but um, I, I didn't think that the fight itself was it, com- compelling. Like there were some baddies that came in at certain points, but yeah. it just wasn't as good. Yeah, the I just tore through them all. About, also, I just I could just bounce yeah. over to them, hit them once. Actually, those guys I had to hit twice. <laughs> <laughs> they took two hits. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, so yeah, I went up to space and they operated on me. Uh, they told me that um, that that I I was losing a lot of uh, there was a lot of synap- synapses that were damaged as a result of the removal of the relic. And uh, the the interesting thing that I that I found with it was um, you go through rehabilitation up in space and you start having these weird dreams and the weird dreams that i had were nightmares about like going and meeting jackie uh, up in the space station he was like sitting in a chair and like he just wouldn't talk to me or he would he would turn around and he'd tell hmm. me it was my fault that he died and you know you're having all these nightmares and they were really sh- like really shaky you know it's like scary stuff um hmm. and in your meeting with this doctor and this doctor hands you this this uh this simple rubik's cube and you have to match up the colors and you can't do it anytime you try every time you turn it and she just rips it away and then she asks you all these word association tests and you're like what the hell is going on and after a few of those you know a couple days go by you start hearing about how uh um how how ornubu or no or no what's his name uh main (laughs) dude um arnobu you're arnobu you no not not the son um Saburo. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we were a mess with names on this episode. I apologize. Uh, I should have a whole list of all the characters just so I can like look at them in a glance. Like yeah, you, you're um, seeing the picture in your head. Like I see the picture of the character. I just can't yeah. I just can't find so, the name sometimes. So you're you're watching the these news uh things and you see that Saburo Arasaka has taken control over his son's body. And you're just like, what? Oh geez, he's inserted himself into his son. Yeah, because it's genetically compatible. Right. And that's why you and Johnny weren't working together. So they remove the relic. Uh, So Burrow takes over his son's body and you're just like, okay, well, that's creepy. And this lady keeps giving you these tests and you keep failing these tests. And every every time there's an opportunity to get frustrated and whatnot. But I didn't I didn't want to take that path. And I wanted to keep seeing, like, how far is this game going to make me loop through this this rehabilitation thing before I before it finally lets me go. And I refused every every time and it ended with um, me being able to call uh, Pan Am, who when I did was livid with me. Uh I I called her to say goodbye. I never told her what was going on. I told her I'm in space. She's pissed off. She doesn't (laughs) want to talk to me. And I'm just like, this feels terrible i'm like i'm alive i'm alive and i'm with and johnny's gone and you're mad at me and she's like just get down here i don't want to hear any more from you until you're down here and i'm like oh, crap oh so, no you remember the dude that was in the uh in the the av that you had to get um the the nomads help to to you know bust mm-hmm. him so that you could you could find out more about the relic yeah he strolls in he's like hey I got some good news and some bad news. What do you want first? And you're like, the bad news. You got six months to live. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> good news. Good news is we can store your memory in an engram and keep it in Makoshi. And you're like, that's the good news? <laughs> that's okay. Great. 
and he's like, you'll be able to live on in the net. And I'm like, no, how about no? Can I just stay in my body? So I opted to stay with my body and I went down and I only had six months to live and everyone was pissed off at me. And that was, so that was, that was a solo attempt. Um, I played through with Pan Am and Johnny and I'm going to be honest, uh, playing through with the Aldecados was the best ending uh, hmm. that I had because hmm. you, you call up Pan Am, you go out there and you, you meet up with Saul and Saul and Pan Am are having a, a, a fight, but for some reason, Saul is um, comfortable with everything that's going on. And you're talking about taking the entire clan and assaulting Arasaka Tower through a tunnel system that's out outside the city limits. Whoa, and, okay. and Pan Am's like, I don't like that he's talking or he's he's agreeing with everything I say. And if you've played with Pan Am and Saul, you know they're they're yeah. they're kind of conflict. They're so constantly hit, he's butting a, heads. Yeah. So he's okay with everything. And you go and you talk to uh, Mitch and Mitch is like, yeah, I don't know how, how much longer Saul is going to be leader with how things are going. Cause everyone kind of sees, sees this as a, as a reason to help you because you're part of the Aldecados and you get a jacket, you get an Aldecados oh. jacket and you're part of the nomads now. And Mitch is like, yeah, Saul wants to go there to get tech for Arasaka or from Arasaka to sell. And that's how we're going to make it big. And you're just like, oh my God, Saul, really? So <laughs> you, you get in one of the, uh, you get in one of the tanks and you, you straight up assault a construction site from Militech. And you were like using a drill in this tank and you're drilling your way to Arasaka tower and you're just blowing things up. There's tanks and drones everywhere. Oh, that's There's nuts. tons of Militech everyone you know you lose some of the avocados end up dying and you're going and you get out of the the basilisk and uh you and in and pan am jump on the the drill and and push it all the way to the arasaka tower and then mitch is like i gotta go back and and help uh help the aldecados and pan am's pissed off because she's like you can't operate a basilisk with one person it's like it's just like um uh, uh pacific rim you know you're gonna fry your brain if you try it and he's like i gotta do it anyway and you're you get the option to say like no stay here or, or yeah go help them and i was like yeah go help them you know if they they all die then it's no no good having you help us here and pan am's like i hate you for this but let's go and you, you bust into arasaka and you get down into the into the uh, mikoshi and adam smasher busts through the door and stomps on saul's head and is just gone so pan am and you were yeah he's just gone so pan am and you are fighting adam smasher and of course it was it was an easy fight so we killed adam smasher and uh, uh got into uh makoshi and you jack in and you show up with alt in in uh in in this in cyberspace and right. you go over to johnny and this time i was like hey it's done and that's when he's like cool there's some bad news and you're like shit all right uh, I'm already at this point. Where More like, bad right, I kind of know what's going on with this. So uh, you sit down at one of the little diner tables in, in cyberspace and he's like, all right, good news is we're separated. Bad news is the relics eating away at your body. Your body thinks that your consciousness is a virus and your body's trying to kill you. And you're like, shit, well, what's the alternative? And Johnny's like, I take the body. 
because it's technically mine. And he's like, and, and you're just, you're, you're like, really alt, this was the thing. And she's like, I couldn't have figured this until I had all the, all the information. And you're like, well, you're just well, great. doing your thanks. <laughs> so I, I decided to take the body and I knew I had six months to live, but I wanted to go live those with Pan Am. So I took my body and then she was pissed at you anyway. <laughs> No, she, no, she was happy. For okay, good. She, she, it, it was, it was the best. Oh my God. The best ending. So you, you go back and Pan Am's like, Hey, we got a bunch of Arasaka tech. Uh, we lost a few people, but the clan's already going to Arizona and you're coming with us. And you have a moment where you're standing out on the dam and you're looking across night city and you're like, you ready to say goodbye. And I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to say goodbye. And then you and Pan Am get into the beast and you drive over to an area where where you get uh, to the tank and you're like, all right, we got one thing that we got to do and we have to cross the border with the tech. But the only way we're going to do that is if we can pass through this tunnel that was used forever ago. Uh, it's been blocked off and we're going to use the tank. So you get to drive the tank again and you drive the tank and uh, Militech is trying to like stop you at this point. Arasaka's at, or no, Arasaka's at the, at the border patrol. They're trying to stop everyone from taking their tech out and you get out. And as soon as you get out in through the storm drain, you open up on uh, at night on this uh, lake and you're driving the basilisk across the lake like it's hovering across it hmm. and you get to climb out on top of the basilisk and Pan Am comes out and she sits next to you and you guys are cuddling in the middle of the night and it's a starry sky. It's completely dark and you take off the net necklace that Johnny gave you with a bullet and you're like done and you just drop it and it just fades away. And then it shows you heading off into uh, the suns or off into the night with, with Pan Am. And that was, that was the best ending. Cause you just, you know, she's like, you know, doesn't matter whatever's going to happen. We're going to, we're going to help take care of whatever's going on with your brain. And it's up to you to decide like how you, how the story ends at that point for you. Do you live the six months and die or do you, do you get it fixed? You know, it's up to you. Right. And then there's yeah. the Johnny ending. So mm -hmm. how, how are you feeling about the Pan Am one as far as like, no, that? Is I that mean, it's, a, it's bittersweet, but you know, at least you, you get to make the decision and you don't end up yeah. just living in cyberspace. Um, yeah. Which is kind of the the sad thing that happens to all the Makoshi people. So yeah, yeah, that's like that's like purgatory in, or something, you know? Like yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of bummer, um, yeah, for sure. So the the one the one playthrough that I that I didn't do uh, until um, till just yesterday or no, I guess it was earlier today. I played through and I let Johnny take control. And that was a really surprising one because when Johnny takes control, uh, you get the option to go talk to Rogue and you basically go assault Arasaka Tower again. Uh -huh. um, but this time you go with Waylon, who uh, is, is the grandson of uh, the first Waylon that Johnny had actually been with um, back in 2020 and 2023. Okay. And this was really surprising because um, Alt gets up or alt takes care of uh it get you get access to one of the satellites in space so as you're flying in this av towards arasaka tower to, to light it ablaze and get into the tower so you can go down into the depths um you get these anti-grav boots which look like the stompers from the super mario brothers movie and i absolutely love them <laughs> 
uh, but you you're wearing those and you got uh, some good weapons. And as you're you're going into uh, the AV, you can see up in the sky and, and Rogue calls it out. She's like, the light show's about to begin. And as you look up, there is a giant flaming ball scoring across the sky as you're flying to to Arasaka Tower and you're just like, oh my God, this is the badass. This is the most badass thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and you fly over there, you crash land in Arasaka Tower and you, Wayland and Rogue, then have to work your way down into Makoshi. It's all very similar to um, what you do in like, the memory sequence. The, you you don't actually it, yeah it's kind of like the memory sequence but um similar in the path that you eventually work your way into the same place that you do when you are uh working for the with the aldicados like you you go into the same uh paths you kind of get ah, down in there gotcha. alt takes control murders everyone and uh as you're working your way down um your fight with uh your fight with uh, with um, Smasher is similar in the sense that, you know, you open a door and then whoever's helping you open the door, they're going to die. That's just who it is. Mm -hmm. So in this case, um, as Johnny, uh, rogue is the one that ends up dying. Like Smasher busts through the wall, knocks everyone down. Wow. He then, uh, recognizes rogue and then stabs her and as he's like lifting her up on his blade of course um, of course he's he's gonna be like Push, yeah he yeah. stabs her and lifts her up rogue stuffs a grenade down his shirt and and freaking kicks himself kill, kicks herself off of him but ends up dying as a result um and you kill smasher and then you have the option to say it's either for you for v or for rogue and mm -hmm. i chose to say it was for rogue and he's like uh yeah but i'm the one that killed her and he's like yeah but she finished you in her own way and then you go and grab uh her gun and you jack in and this was the point where uh you get taken into cyberspace and alt does the whole thing where she's like you got six months to live the body's now johnny's uh what's your thing but the roles are reversed you actually hmm. kick your feet up on the table as johnny in v is the one that is in cyberspace waiting for you to get done and telling you like hey this this is um you know this is this is how it's going to go i've been stuck here i'm ready to go back to my body and i was like I I want to see how Johnny plays this. So I'm, you know, Alt's like it's it would be better if Johnny takes the body because you you'll remain here with me. And V is pissed. He huh. is cussing you out. He's calling you a dick. He says you're an asshole. He says that uh, he he's like, of course you would do this, you selfish asshole, and stuff like that. And you jump into the well and you go back into your body and v disappears and i and i'll i'll be 100 percent honest i i was crying of happiness at the end uh of of pan m's story because i became an aldicados and we were going it was so beautiful um right, right. That, and i felt like such a dick <laughs> when yeah. when i took over v's body right and and it, it kicks you back out and you wake up in an apartment mm. and you're and i'm just like Ugh, this is bad. Like, I don't like this at all. Like you, you sit there and, and, and the last thing that V says to you as you're like leaving cyberspace is like, you know, if you're going to do this, you're a dick for doing it, but at least, uh, don't forget me. And you just fall into this well and you're just like, Oh, did I really do this? Is this, this who I am? Wow. And you wake up 
and you find yourself in a, in a no-name apartment next out, out in Pacifica, and you pick up the few things you have. You've got uh, you've got Rogue's gun. You've got your shades in V's body. And even when you go like look in the mirror, you're like, "How can I ever forget V? I'm yeah, wearing right. your damn face, right?" And and it's just like you just feel like a dick. But there's this kid that you that you go meet that is going to be your ride. So there's this kid, Steve, who is being abused by his parents. His his father's a deadbeat. His mom's jacked into the into a BD uh, all the time, and he just feels so bad for this kid that over the last few months you've been teaching how to play uh, guitar. And he's like, uh, he he's like, hey, or I'm like, hey, I need a ride. And he's like, cool, let's go. Um, and you head over to a, a guitar shop, a record shop, and you buy a guitar that's like a, a nice guitar, a really legit one. And this kid is like, how do you play like Silverhand? And you're like, maybe because I am Silverhand. And they're like, you can't be Silverhand. You're just a really <laughs> big fan. And he's like, hey, man, you never know. So you're like giving this kid like inspiration to play better and to be better and whatnot. And then he's like, I got one more spot. Or you're like, I've got one more spot that we need to go visit. And he's like, okay, where? And you're like, the cemetery and and i'm like fuck here we go oh god uh -huh. i'm not ready for this uh -huh. and you head over there and as you're walking to the back of the cemetery you've got the big the big walls you know the big big vaults and stuff as i'm walking by i look to my right and i see a name and i'm just like oh god that's actually someone's name and i don't recognize the name but i keep walking and i get halfway done and i look to my right again and there's another wall on, and there's another name on the wall and it's jackie and i'm just like oh, oh god yeah did you have to really did you have to put his name there of course and i was like oh of god. course so i'm like all right i'm and i and i've as you're driving there you pull out rogue's gun and i'm like okay i know what i'm doing i'm gonna go put rogue's gun in her cemetery because she's dead and i want to pay pay tribute to her mm -hmm. so i get over there and this was the gut wrencher because as you go over there there's two spots on either side of you as you're looking um on one wall they have the name and on the other name is on the other wall and i walk over to one and i look at it and it's v and you're just like game you son of a bitch i can't believe <laughs> you so you take off the necklace that johnny gave to v that is of the bullet and you put that necklace in v's vault and you seal it and it's just like oh my god i can't believe i'm doing this and you say goodbye to you say goodbye to v and then you turn around and then you say goodbye to 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 rogue and you put her gun in her vault mm -hmm. and as i was walking around i was like well who other who are there's name what are people's names in there so waylon's on there and there's one that really there's two that really kind of struck uh struck out at me so last week i talked about that really cool uh, uh blade runner um like easter egg that i found yeah uh on on the gravestones um there's two gravestones there's roy batty uh who has the the dove um and underneath of it it says like you know memories fade like uh or, or fall away like like uh tears in the rain and next to them is sid mead who if anyone has followed you know like blade runner or, or things he's he was a cyber he was he was kind of one of the few people that actually kind of designed the the way to um actually design 
uh, all of how like Blade Runner looks like that was one of his his big recognitions was uh, a lot of the way that Blade Runner aesthetics look the buildings the cars things like that are because of Sid Mead and it was really depressing because it was um, December 2019 that he ended up passing away uh, and and so it was really cool to see that they that they put a little memento in there for him mm-hmm. um, but yeah. at the same time it was like right at a really painful moment it was just like oh Total god I just, yeah yeah i just said thanks for the thanks just, for more bummers yeah yeah so i just said goodbye to to him i just said goodbye to rogue and now i'm now i now there's this part that is is like saying goodbye to sid too so um there's a few names in there uh that that like you didn't i didn't recognize and i tried to do some research and i checked some forums on on cyberpunk and um no one really knows like who some of these people are so maybe we'll find out later on if people do more digging but Mm -hmm. you you end up jumping on a bus and giving the guitar to uh steve the little the the kid who's been chauffeuring you around and you just leave like johnny just takes his body or V's body and just leaves night city and starts new and it just leaves it at that. And I'm like, man, what a, what a, what a horrible what a, feeling. What a roller coaster. Yeah. Oh. So, so really, really crazy endings. So uh, one last question. Mm-hmm. Do you think one of these endings will be considered canon? Because if we get, if we get story expansion, like DLC around story and the story takes place after these events. Is there, is there a canon ending and are we creating a new character? Like that's yeah. So that's, that's actually, you know, I'm glad you asked it because I've, it's been racking my brain this whole time because I, I don't know if any of these are canon, um, in whatever story they bring into the game with DLC. I feel like it has to take place before the ending before the quest. end event. Yeah. Like it's something it you, you load your save before that and then you yeah. play the DLC and then you go through the end quest again. Um, yeah. Yeah. I would imagine so that's really probably it unless, unless they're like big DLCs, like the, the DLCs for the Witcher three are, are expansive. Like they're completely separate storylines. Um, they don't really play into the plot of the main story. Like yeah. you could, they're like a completely separate adventure that you go on as the Witcher, and some of the other characters show up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough to say because um, they don't have a new game plus. Uh, every ending that I've had ends badly, except for one, and I don't know. I mean, how it's the still bittersweet. Go. It's still. I mean, it's like you, you end up maintaining yeah. your your uh, personhood and your choices and you end up with somebody you care about and you get mm-hmm. to decide how you're going to go out in the end, but you're still yeah. going out in the end, you know? Um, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the, 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 the tale of night city is, is that night city, uh, chews people up and, right. and eats right. them, uh, alive. Like that was every ending that I came to, it was clear that regardless of what ending you take, night city wins mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a it's just one of those key things that i think is really really punctuated in the cyberpunk uh world and in, in that in in that story is is that it doesn't matter what happens in cyberpunk uh night city always wins in the end and and it's never 
it's never a happy ending. It's always, it's always a, um, a very noir landscape yeah and yeah. every character's flawed there's always something that ends badly in the end and it doesn't matter how good things play out there's always there's always something in the corner that's like nagging at you like this is this is tough so i don't know how they i don't know how they they add story to the ending of any of these because there's so many endings to it mm-hmm. i think they have to add stuff that that goes before the ending to it um well some the, games the question- claim an ending as the canon ending you know like if they do a sequel from a game that like the elder scrolls works around it with yeah. things like dragon breaks but uh for something like fallout they will say like this is the canon ending of what happened in fallout 3 and then they will reference those events in fallout 4 um so there's there's ways of doing that they just have to kind of put their foot down and say okay this is actually how this ended and then before the dlc starts you would get some sort of recap like everyone knows the story of v because this is how it ended up you know and then they tell you yeah it's weird because um I, I could see them going with either the relationship ending where you get help from whoever you whoever was your 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 kind of best friend or, or lover at the time or the one where you go and actually work with uh, Arasaka. I can't see how they would be able to justify having Johnny take over the body and then put to rest uh the v and rogue or whoever you know mm-hmm. or yeah i guess rogue and it would be the and then leaving the city i can't see how they would be able to justify like him coming back for whatever reason i feel like that is kind of a an a, 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 a pretty set in stone thing i could see reasons why v would be called back uh from arizona or wherever he goes in the other other relationship storylines uh, or she technically mm-hmm. um but or or like working with arasaka like you get sent back to the world and you have six months to live and then something could happen after those six months but everyone's pissed at you so i don't really know like <laughs> how how many people want to play through that that storyline so yeah i could see them going a different way i would prefer it honestly um i would prefer to be able to play something that takes part or takes place before the the ending of Ah. of the game because i I think there's a lot more space to go there i think there's a lot more interesting ways to kind of play it out and if they do that then they could potentially open up more endings to the way the actual game plays out like give you different characters to use uh at the end of the story and right. I, I kind of want that, honestly, because I want to see how how other pathways branch to to different endings. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I guess we're just gonna have to wait and see. Um, well, cool <clears throat> stuff. Thanks for the, the description on those. Um, I'll have to I still need to play through all the other side quest stuff in order to open up my options at the end. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, it's neat that little details even shifted between your version of one and, and my version of the same ish one. Um, interesting stuff all right well i think it's time to wrap up the episode logan you have anything cool going on you want to talk about um nothing too major right now probably next week or the week after but uh for for now just kind of hang out there i'd love to hear some other people's uh playthroughs um i can't wait to hear how kind of kather's going through his on the the community podcast if anyone else wants to join up on the patreon level to to support the network uh and support the podcast i'd, I'd love to get them on to to be able to talk about some of the uh the different ways that other people can go in because I, I, it, it'll be a while before I get a chance to finish up, uh, any other, any other life paths, um, till to the actual ending. 
Right. Yeah, that would be great. I'd love to have some other people join us at the end of the month. Um, I've got all my normal stuff happening, all the other shows happening. I The one big difference is that last week I committed to streaming during the day while I was working on stuff every day. And at some point in the late morning, kind of uh, around or before noon Eastern, uh, I would go live and I would edit shows and edit podcasts. And then in the afternoon, um, most of the days I would end up playing a game online. So I've been streaming during the day and thank you to everybody who's come by to hang out and just kind of chat. It's like I have uh, people to chat with like in a work environment again, which is kind of cool because I haven't been working at an office. I'm, you know, at my home. So um, please, please, please come, come join me. If you want somebody to chat with and just kind of, if you're interested in even what I'm doing with the editing and, or just watch me playing games and stuff, you know, if you want some company during the day, my channel is, is always open and I'm happy to have you guys come by twitch.tv slash robots radio. And I think that's going to do it this week. We'll be back next week, probably with some other lore about some characters. There's some stuff that we've been tossing around digging into and maybe some new mods and maybe some new news i guess we're just gonna have to wait and see what this week brings all right guys thanks for tuning in and until next time stay safe in night city we'll see you later bye thanks for tuning in to the cyberpunk lorecast this show is a part of the robots radio network smart podcasts for interesting people If you'd like to help support the show, please tell a friend and leave a five-star review on iTunes. If you'd like to get in contact, please send an email to cyberpunklorecast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at cyberpunklore. Also, join the community on the Robots Radio Discord. The link is in the show notes. The music on the show was written and performed by The Midnight and was used with their permission. Go check them out at themidnightofficial.com. Until next time, stay safe in Night City. We'll talk to you later. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart and their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of 2, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal, and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many nukes. Chad, a Fallout 76 podcast. Rated R.
Now streaming on your holotape player podcasty thing. Have you ever wondered how deep the Elder Scrolls lore rabbit hole goes? Have you got a grasp of the basics and want to find out more about the universe? Written in Uncertainty is here to help you. We'll be mixing in philosophy, theology, and whatever other theory is useful with Elder Scrolls texts to untangle some of the biggest questions in the series, like what are dragon breaks, how does Chim work, where did the Dwemer go, and more. Check us out at writteninuncertainty.com or find Written in Uncertainty on any podcatcher. Thanks for listening, and catch you later in the grey maybe of Tamriel. How well do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.